everybody and welcome to Man Up, the UK men's mental health podcast. My name is Andy Richardson and sitting safely, disease-free, away from me is the wonderful Tommy Danqua. How are you, Squire? I'm very good, thank you very much. I'm very good. How are you, mates? Well, do you know what? I am good. And do you know what? For some reason... You can, you're, you're really, your audio is really, really clear. It's really, really clear. Well, wow. Andy, well, Andy, funny you should mention that. I am now speaking on my 40th birthday present, which is the Roadcaster Pro, complete with my Roadcaster pod mic and my new laptop setup. Absolutely fan-dabby-dozy. Wow, that is, that is amazing. And, I mean, obviously there are other... Um, uh, r- podcasting devices out there. We 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 aren't an advert for Roadcaster Pro, but but you do have Roadcaster Pro. So what are you able to do on the Roadcaster Pro, pray tell? Well, Andy, as you know, uh, <laughs> my talents have been <laughs> my talents not always recognised. I am obviously the king of the jokes. <laughs> I uh, I know how to make uh, I know how to work a crowd and make them laugh. You know me, guys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Great. <laughs> I know, I know. But look, look, it, I, I, um, I just like to give um, all my friends out a shout to uh, all chips and got this wonderful present for me. Uh, I'd like to. I'm, I'm here with a live studio audience, by the way. Hi, audience. Everyone, say hello. Yes, yes. <laughs> This is going to be this is going to be the bane of my existence, isn't it? You know, we'll be we'll be like, you know, I'll be pouring my heart out. I'll be saying, oh, man, you know what? It's been the week's been tough, you know, and all of a sudden I'll hear. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I been, I'm going to be an absolute nightmare. This um, this uh, this podcast is going to go downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> oh god do you know what if anyone was listening to this podcast for the first time that'll be uh, it i think they'll, they'll probably they'll, that's game over this right so listen everyone we aren't a uh comma even though we are both especially tommy very very funny people yeah this isn't yes we are yes we are yeah, yeah. <laughs> god Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't even... Oh, God. This isn't a comedy podcast, although one of our remits is to make sure that um, the stigma of mental health uh, is lessened by uh, laughing in the face of uh, mental health problems. So Mm. uh, humour is a big big part of what we do, isn't it? Do you know, I definitely, yeah, I'd agree. I'm not going to press any buttons here because we are getting serious. But uh, yeah, I... um... There's too many people that talk about mental health. And like you said, the stigma around it is sad, depressing. And yes, it's true. I think we've both been through those struggles ourselves. But also, we do sort of have a giggle about it. Like, crikey, this is what happened. And that's what I was like. And I find that laughter is one of the best forms of medicine. I mean, it's a a common saying, isn't it? A common phrase. So why not apply that to mental health? And why not actually enjoy what we do? Because we've gone through it all. We, We are... Out the other side, not to say that we don't yep. have wobbles or slips, but 
let's enjoy yeah. what we're doing. And I really do enjoy this. I love doing this and I want it to be fun and I want it to be entertaining. I want it to be approachable and, you know, accessible for people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well said. I mean, actually one of the things, one of the, th- one of the things that I have done, um, sort of well quite a major thing i guess uh that i've done um which is sort of in in line with that um you know i i a lot of my mental health journey was sort of looking at areas of my life that um that were sort of bringing me down what what areas of life were sort of you know really sort of uh having a negative impact on me and one of those was um weirdly enough and i think a lot of people will resonate with this is facebook um Mm. now i know facebook is a great tool you know and i've used it a lot i've used it to help help me sort of advertise promote sort of music and um film things and get in touch with people uh you know do events um get in touch with old friends but of recent um, months, especially during the, the coronavirus sort of um, pandemic and lockdown, uh, there's been so much, you know, it's, it's natural that there's going to be a lot of negativity there, but there's yeah. been loads of sort of um, uh, conspiracy theories and things that would, you know, and people arguing with each other. And, you know, what I'd, I'd find myself sitting there looking at Facebook and then uh, I'd look at someone's crackpot um, conspiracy theory. Mm. Then I'd look at the people that w- would agree with that person. I'd go into their profile, look at their other posts, and look at the comments from other people. You know, before I know it, like an hour's gone. You know, yeah. what what am I achieving in that hour except for a putting myself into a negative mindset and b you know not actually doing anything at all uh, other than stare at a screen. You know, so. Yeah. I I made the decision. Um, now I haven't disa- I haven't deleted my account, but I've disabled it. So I haven't been on Facebook now for about three weeks, just over three weeks. Nice. And do you know what? Do you know what, mate? It's I. Do you know what? I don't. I really don't miss it at all. I really don't miss it at all. And I feel so much better for it, man. I I would recommend it to. But you know. <laughs> Don't if you don't want to delete or whatever like me, you know, just take a bloody break. Yeah, give yourself a break. Do you know what, mate? I I fully uh, understand and get what you're saying there. Um, like you said, uh, COVID that was followed by uh, the Black Lives Matter. Then there was yeah. Oh, um, oh, there's just so much been going on. But like, yeah, read the comments from people, and uh, you know, you can't help but sort of get well be affected by it emotionally. Can you? You know, it does. It does affect you. And like I said, if you're scrolling through reading negativity, negativity about this and the conspiracy theories, and it's just like, it's a, it's the perfect place to go if you want to sort of really trigger any sort of uh, mental health problems you might be having, especially depression. Exactly. Anxiety. Oh my goodness. It is like hell's kitchen yeah. on social media. Oh, a hundred percent, you know, and and it's definitely the, um, the source of a lot of sort of modern problems we're having, you know, and the sort of mental health epi- epidemic that there is out there. I mean, we've spoken a lot about social media in the past, but, you know, I think the important thing is to make social media work for you. Make it be social. Yeah. You know, that's the key. You know, it's social. Do not make it, you know, it's it's not called um, trigger media or trauma media or, you know, depression media. It's called social media. Use it to be social. 
Um, don't get it as your source of, of, of news. And don't listen to fucking John down the street who's suddenly become an epidemiologist all of a sudden and an yeah, expert in viruses. no better than scientists that have trained for like 18 years in that field, though, doesn't he? <laughs> I trust John. I trust John immensely. Oh, well, John's dead. So, uh, sod you and your 18 degrees, uh, you know, 17 years of studying and blah, blah, blah. John said this. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to go with John. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly, and and you know what? It's it's really it's sad because um, some, uh, most a lot of the conspiracy theorist friends of mine are really highly intelligent people, you know, yeah. and they and they they believe every conspiracy theory, but they you know so every every tiny one they believe, and they're they're calling us the sheep, you know. Anyway, let's not get into conspiracy theories. <laughs> um, well, I like it, but. Did you know but, but, a conspiracy theory that um, mental health, mental health problems are not real? Yeah, it's all to do with 5G, apparently. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God. Help. Uh, Give me shrimp. I mean, I think the one thing is, Tommy, that eventually you're going to get bored of those buttons. That is, that is the one, <laughs> that's the one thing that I can... I can cling on to. I'm not entirely sure, mate. I'm not entirely sure. I'm having way too much fun. <laughs> oh God, you like you like literally. You are like a child in a toy shop, aren't you? You are a, you are a child in a toy shop. Oh, um, yeah. Sorry, but that's good. No, no, but it's no, it's lovely. I think no, I think it's lovely. You know, never never lose that inner child. You know, it's very important. Now. Um, this week we do not have a guest. I'm afraid to say um, that's not because we don't have uh, quite a few. We've got quite a few pe- people sort of li- lining up, haven't we? We've got um, some very exciting, exciting, very exciting. Yes, yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna up our game. Um, you know, I've been a bit slack myself um, on this. I've been I've um, been doing my uh, music degree, which I finished now. Woohoo! Congratulations. Congratulations. Feeling good? Thank you. I'm feeling very good about it. Yeah, I'm feeling good. God knows what I'm going to do now, but, you know, um, (laughs) no, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, really happy that I've done it. So I'm going to get a little bit more involved in the social media. The good thing is we're we're now on um, a lot more platforms, aren't we? Wow. Aren't we just going? Give us a a run through of where all the ones we're on. Well, we're on, I mean, we were just on SoundCloud and Apple before, but we're now on um, Buzzsprout, we're on um, uh, Google, we're on um, Spotify, Yes. we're on iHeartRadio. Um, and, and so, yeah, so we're, 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 we're slowly expanding our empire and uh <laughs> That's great. That's great. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm That's fine. No more sounds. And, and very soon we will be taking over the world, Pinky. <laughs> We're going to take over the world. Oh, oh dear. No, this, that's great. Though. That's exciting because, you know, you have been asking us when we're going to be on different um, platforms. And we... I don't know. We did take our time about it, didn't we? We took our sweet time, but good things come to those that wait. And we are committed to putting out more good podcasts and you will have them yep. at your fingertips on whatever is your preferred platform. 
Right, right. Yes. So anyway, so today, um, so as you probably gathered, me and Tommy well, um, aren't, aren't sitting in the same room um, because, you know, COVID-19. And we've been doing these last few um, podcasts remotely from each other. Um, but not only now are me and Tommy not sitting in the same room, we're not even sitting in the same country. We're not, are we? We're not. Wow. Now, I'm going to let that sink in. I know your minds are completely blown, listeners. But, um, yeah, so, um, so what's happened is Tommy's only bleeding emigrated. I have. I've left. I've left good old Blighty. I have um, packed my bags. So, Tommy, tell it. Tell us. Tell us all about it. Okay. Well. Yeah, uh, go on. So it's yeah, like you said, I have left the country, um, England, no more. I have decided, along with my wife and my children, that we are going to stay or move and stay in Estonia. So my wife is from Estonia. Um, obviously, so that's the connection there. We didn't just pick a random country on the globe and decide to fly out here. And uh, yeah, we decided after much deliberation and much talking that um, we wanted a new challenge. We wanted to have a look at the way we were living our lives. And we wanted to make the change. And and here we are in beautiful, beautiful Estonia. And I have to tell you, it is absolutely stunning where I am. Stunning. Yeah, I know. I've seen, um, we, uh, Tommy's given me a, a little video tour of uh, the place. He's got, um, you know, if you can picture, you know, a, 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 a beautiful lake literally right next to the house, um, a river going right nearby the house like tons of land, massive building, uh, beautiful countryside. I mean, uh, it literally, to me, it's like, wow, it's like I can like a million percent understand why you made that move. So, yeah, I mean, tell us, um, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, how, how you'd been feeling before you went out to, you made the move and, you know, how you're feeling now and, and what you're, you're sort of hoping the move is, is going to do for you, for you and, and your family sort of mentally. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, Joel, really great question. Um, because obviously the thought was always there. Um, obviously, as you know, in London, uh, I worked very hard. I worked long hours, um, 50, 60, sometimes 70 hours a week, plus traveling, commuting. And I think that played a massive part in, you know, my, well, the times that my mental health sort of deteriorated because quite often it was exhaustion, pressure, not being able to switch off mentally ever, you know, always switched on, always chasing the next thing. Um, and that was, you know, when I was younger, it was great because, you know, it was, it was fast paced, go, go, go. And then drinking afterwards and working, it was a, it was a fun life. Um, but obviously things change as you get older. And what I noticed, obviously I've got kids now, and I just wasn't seeing them. I was working late, so they'd be in bed by the time I got home. 
by the time I got home and they were getting up for school, you know, I'd maybe see them for half an hour if I could wake up from the late nights that I was doing. So all in all, I was just feeling like I was on the, <clears throat> on the treadmill and I just really couldn't get off of it. And we visited Estonia last year three times and, it, you know, it was, I think it was quite deliberate that we spent a bit of time here. And each time we came back, I sort of left a bit of my heart out here. And in December last year, we came for Christmas. And on the way back, I just felt so heavy when I was leaving. I felt really like, what am I going back to? I'm going back to, you know, stress, pressure, working every hour God sends to sort of pay rent in a building that I don't even own. Uh, which took a huge portion of my wage. And then with all the bills on top of it and stuff like that. And it was just like, uh, and, you know, I was working so hard to create this life that I thought my family needed and wanted, you know, that pressure of being a man and what men have to do, uh, that I was just not present for much of it, you know. And the windows that I did have with the family altogether, I was exhausted, I was tired, or there was just a list of things that needed to be done. So it was just like, um, yeah, it was just not really working for me in the sense of, I just felt like the pace of life that I would possibly have out here and the opportunity to spend more time with my family, to be outdoors in nature, obviously swimming in the lake. We do that on a near daily basis uh, the kids are just from the morning, they're out on their bikes and cycling, playing in the garden with, there's an allotment that my grandmother made. So we're, you know, eating fresh food and like, you know, off of the land. And it's just a complete game changer. And ultimately it's just brought us together as a family. Um, it's given me the option to really, you know, reconsider what I want to do with my life and, uh, I mean, we've spoken about this, Andy, that, you know, we want to push man up a bit more and do more work with that, you know, try and do some retreats and stuff like that. This is the ideal place to do it. There's so much space here. And yeah. it's just a complete change of life, um, which is amazing. It's really, really amazing. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, we'll talk about the uh, the yeah the re retreat thing. Well, we I mean it's just an idea, isn't it? The, the retreats, um, but um, hopefully uh, next year we're going to do um, a couple of men men's mental health retreats. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna take a lot of work and a lot of planning. But um, looking at where you are, I mean, um, amazing! What a, what a, what a great place as as uh, a base to do it. You know, out 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 where you are but you know it'd be amazing yeah i think so i think it'd be really good and you know it's um <clears throat> it's really funny because i've you know i've come out here to get away from the rat race and i've been out here for a few weeks now but um my sorry excuse me my my brain is still sort of london uh england and it's running really yeah. fast and it's it's bizarre because i feel so so happy uh but i've had yeah. a few moments of like am I doing enough? I'm not, I'm not busy right now. I'm not doing something. And you know, that, that trying to, the adjustment that I'm going through at the moment, it's a real fun. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it's, um, it does take a bit of time and obviously there's the language barrier, which is a huge thing. So I'm really, you know, there's times when I feel quite isolated, you know, when everyone's talking in Estonian and, um, 
I can't quite keep up with them, you know, because I'm still, my study's not, you know, black belt level yet. But, but ultimately, I just think this is such a good move for the family. And for me, selfishly, who, somebody who needs to really manage my mental health and, you know, what's happening, what's around me, I think this is just such an ideal place, such an ideal place to do it. It's it's so true because I mean living in 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 London, living in the city, living living in sort of Western metropolises. You know, you you are expected to um, you're expected to get stuff done all the time, and it's great. Obviously, it's great to get stuff done. I mean, I'm like that. I mean, you know, I'm very hard on myself. If I haven't achieved something in a day, then you know I'm a bit sort of knocked off about it. Um, but I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing if you can sort of manage it properly, I think. But it's it's when it becomes, it's when you become sort of a slave to other people's expectations that that's when it becomes sort of toxic, isn't it, really? You know? Yeah. And this is it. I think if you're, you know, working in the corporate wheel, then, you know, it's, it, it's relentless. Um, that's why I read my people that, you know, like yourself, you, um, you know, you're, you're, you, sorry, you have your own business, you work self-employed and yes, you do have pressures from the clients, but ultimately you kind of are working on your own terms, which gives you that little bit of freedom, which I've always admired. And, you know, for me, the goal has been, I've realized actually it's all well and good working hard and making money and, you know being able to buy nice things but if you can't enjoy them or if you don't have time to enjoy them or if you're missing your children's school plays or you're missing or just not even giving them the best of you because you're exhausted it's is it worth it and i mean you know anyone who follows me on my uh you know the dead end dad page on instagram uh they know that ultimately i want to be a very present father and i want to be you know, involved in what my kids are doing. And I, and I want to be a, a great husband as well. And I don't feel like I can do that or I don't feel like I was being as good as I could be with, you know, the situation I was living in. So it was a, it was a big move and, you know, it was a crazy move. And make no mistake, you know, you mentioned the picturesque surroundings and it is like, listeners, believe me, it is idyllic. It's so nice. If you like nature, this is beautiful. But um, we've moved into the old family home, which um, it basically hasn't been touched for maybe 20 years or so. <laughs> um, Sounds a bit like my love life, actually. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was so tempted Sorry. to press my room shut then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on, carry on. Um, yeah, but um, so I've moved into a home that, yeah, it's big and it's lovely, but you know, we like with everything, there's the upside and the downside. So the home is beautiful. It's I'm in the countryside, which is something else I've always loved and wanted to do. Um, surrounded by nature, beautiful tick the house. Okay. It's, um, <laughs> where do I start? We, um, we have water, uh, but we don't have hot water. There's no boiler system. There's no hot running water here. Um, if we want to wash, uh, we either go into the lake which is a very countryside thing to do here in Estonia. Or we heat up the water in the sauna and we like do strip washes in the sauna, which is cool. I can handle that. Um, the, 
Wow. <laughs> Here is where I am struggling, listeners. Um, there is no plumbing in the house, as in for the toilet. The toilet does not work. There's not a toilet here. So we have an out, outdoor long drop. Now, uh, somebody <laughs> who is a townie, a city boy, um, I do like nice things. That has been, <laughs> you know, talking about trying to be mentally tough and like bulletproofing your mental health. Wow, this is the one. Uh, if you've ever used a long drop, especially when it's warm, you know, imagine a festival. Yeah, just put it there when the sun's shining. Or, you know, it's just like you walk in there, there's flies. It's just like, oh, gee. Oh, it is a nightmare. But, you know, like everything, I'm adapting. And while we're sort of, you know, making the plans to have everything put in and stuff like that, you know, it's a small price to pay for, you know, as a trade-off for what I'm receiving and where I'm at. It's, um, yeah, it's a small price to pay. <laughs> oh man, you brought you brought back lots of memories of all the festivals I've been over the years, and and uh, and you know, especially on 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 the last day on the Sunday, you know, when things hadn't been emptied properly, oh. and you know, people have had really heavy nights. Oh my god, Average, isn't it? Yeah, Average. but lots of fun though, right? <laughs> Oh God, yeah, tons of fun. Have you ever thought? Have you thought about um, when you're doing it? Have you ever thought about rather than like a normal boiler, getting a heat pump? Have you looked into that? Uh, uh, what do you what do you mean a heat pump? As in, uh, yeah, may, <laughs> maybe we should really be talking plumbing and um, on a on a men's mental health podcast. But um, have a look at always. Oh, all I'd say, look into heat pumps because they're very eco, very environmentally friendly. They're a bit more expensive, but over the long run, you'll save money. Okay. Okay. Like it. All right. Thank you for the tip. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, so uh, you, you know, I know that you've got lots and lots and lots of friends and lots and lots of family who love you very much in England. Mm. How was that? How was that sort of leaving them? And, and how are you going to sort of manage that? Are you going to sort of go back and forth and still see people and that sort of thing how, how what tell us about that well yeah obviously the plan is that i will go back frequently obviously i've got a mum and a dad out uh, you know at home that <clears throat> i want to see and uh, you know be present i've got nephews and stuff so yeah and like i said friends lots of friends out there but um uh, it's really bizarre we speak about covid and you know all the negativity that it's brought and you know i and i i I want to be clear when I say this, I've said this to you before. Obviously, I know COVID has had a devastating effect on a lot of people, but um, in l- looking at it from a positive, it's really made this transition easier for me because I wasn't able to physically go and see friends and family and hang out and have dinner or go and just you know sit in my mom's front room with her and stuff like that. I wasn't able to do that. So... Yeah, forced me to distance slightly, um, and then obviously with the Zoom, you know, we we're still doing Zoom meetings. Zoom meetings has like revolutionised people's lives and friendships and stuff like that. What during this pandemic, and it's kept yeah. connected. So, you know, I think those two things have really softened the blow because I'm I'm an emotional person. I'm a very emotional person, and I feel like had I not. Um, had the COVID-19 experience of like, you know, social distancing, the isolation and the Zoom calls. I think this would be a, a hell of a lot more challenging than it has been emotionally yeah. for me. So I feel like, you know, I didn't, 
you know, I really, I fully expected to be, you know, in tears and crying when I sort of said goodbye to everybody. And I wasn't, I was actually quite happy. And I was just like, look, I'll see you on a Zoom call. It's not much different apart from I'll be in another country. And worst case scenario, I can get on a plane and I can be home in the day. You know, it's so I, I think emotionally, the build up and everything that we've been through, the high, it, it kind of prepped us for this as well. And I think the fact yeah. that my wife can work remotely has really helped, really, really helped because it means that she's able to do what she's doing here as well. And, you know, our cost of living has, you know, basically shrunk into near nothing. So we're going to have, you know, time and money to renovate the place and stuff like that and invite people over, which is, you know, another goal. You know, we also were having goals to help keep you yeah. on track, which this, uh, that's a really, really nice goal to have to sort of do this place up so we can invite people over. So, yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. I mean, that is true actually, because you know, the remote, the remote nature of um, working now, I mean, it's, it's, we've been forced to, uh, to, to, to be able to, um, to, to work. I mean, I'm a cameraman. It's quite difficult to um, do that remotely. You have to be at a, at a place, you know, my work has pretty much dried up. Um, I'm hoping for some work in, in you know, um, from the autumn onwards, but I've been able to do some editing remotely. Um, which which is good and and i guess um yeah like you say seeing seeing people um no one's really allowed to sort of get together still at any sort of length of time and in in, in great numbers so yeah I, I guess i can see why you know it's been the ideal time to sort of make the move yeah uh, fully i think it's made the transition so so much easier so much easier and you know what's, what's the expression uh thank god for small mercies right and yeah yeah i guess that's it always looking at the glass half full it's been amazing yeah it's been really good really good you could do you could do some um teaching out there you could teach teach english or something out there or or do you know do that remotely or 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 whatever um have you looked into that well yeah but you know what is most people here in estonia could teach me english they're fantastic at the language all right yeah they're really good um obviously i'm out here i'm in the countryside which is amazing because you know it's very much i think there's i i i don't believe there's more than 200 people in the village that i'm living in and and that's maybe me being you know over exaggerating it. So you know, I walk wow. in the shop, and you know, you might meet a lady here who's you know sixty, seventy, eighty, you know, working around the counter and speak a word of English, and uh, you have to converse with them in the mother tongue, the Estonian language. And um, I've been cycling around cause again with the boys. We've got the bikes out. We've been for so many bike rides and. We just cycle, wow. turn down random places, lanes and stuff like that. And you bump into people. And it, it actually funny, just today, um, <laughs> I went out for a ride with my eldest and we ended up in an allotment and it was somebody's allotment. I didn't know whose it was, but everyone in the village knows of me, not because I'm an absolute celebrity that I believe, you know, in my head I am, <laughs> but because uh, I'm in the middle of the countryside. I'm the only black person probably in the whole of the county and uh, right you know and obviously my wife because it's a village town my wife's got lots of family here 
So everyone knows that we were arriving and everybody, you know, this lady, uh, she's, I was talking to her, she's like, oh, hello, hi. And we were just having this talking. I was doing my best Estonian that I could and having a chat. And in the end, she called her family over and she's like, oh, and she was like, mentioned with her camera. She said, let's take, let's take a picture. And she wanted to <laughs> me and my son. And she was just like, oh, I thought I was, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, here, up here. And I was just like, this is insane. It's um, you know, I'm sure you're going to ask me this, but, you know, a lot of the fears and stuff that I had about coming here um, have been really, you know, have sort of been squashed. I feel like we've been really well received here. It's been really nice. And um, yeah, I, I, cause before I came out, obviously the moving was easier with the COVID, but there were the natural worries. I was coming to Estonia, you know, Eastern Europe. Um, there is a party sort of <clears throat> a political party that are quite right wing out here. Uh, right. So there's they've made some real clamps and lockdowns on immigration and international students, and you know there, there is, you know my you know my family here actually mentioned that they were scared for me, which kind of probably added wow. my uh, nerves. But I thought you know what I I grew up in the eighties uh, in England. I faced you know BNP National Front, and I did it in style. You know, <laughs> I and I thought. I'll be okay. You know, I'll be okay. And every time I have come out here, I've had some sort of racial exchange. Um, and I don't, Maybe. I don't want to say like racist as in horrible racist, Hello? but there's been some sort of, whether it be intrigue because there's a black guy, you know, in the area or in where a town I've been in, or where there has been somebody who has been quite, you know, negative towards me but i've always been able to diffuse the situation and after you know a talk or a chat you know sort of handshakes and let's have a beer together so i don't think it's well i don't think it's racism i think it's more like you know not understanding not knowing and people are ignorant don't know so either that was what i was looking for thank you ignorance yeah but um, you know, I've I've just genuinely found it to be, you know, you know, everyone has this thing about Estonians, they're very cold, they're not approachable. And I, you know, every Estonian that I've met and that I've had the pleasure of meeting so far, even the ones that have started off on a real negative, um, could have gone on to a real negative thing, I've managed to turn it around and I've had some really, really pleasant experiences out here. And yeah, so my fears are slowly, you know, evaporating and I'm feeling more and more settled and a lot more happier you know well you're you're the absolute perfect sort of ambassador for you know um equality and 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 for cutting through all that bullshit because you know you take people for who they are you're open you're honest and, and friendly and if people have got a problem with that then that really is their problem it's not you you know so um i can see you making great strides in that in that country um it's funny because you know like where i come from um i'm hold on a sec I'm, i've got i'm just about to sneeze <laughs> hold on <laughs> i want to cough at the same time um, so you don't feel bad let's go yeah, okay three hold on no i still don't have the um no it's still i've just got this i'm about to sneeze but oh. it's not there it's gone down again um, okay i can, I can wait uh, for you there we go um, <laughs> Um, where, 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 I mean, this is a much sort of 
lower scale, but you know where I'm from, Southeast Essex, um, fantastic place. Love the people. You know, uh, my, all, all my family are from there. Um, but there is uh, there is a high high number of people that sort of vote for sort of right wing parties, UKIP and stuff like that. And you know what? I put that down. You know, there, there's racism there. You know, and and uh, there, there's not as much diversity there. There aren't as many black people, Asians. Um, there aren't as many uh, people from different cultures. And and so, uh, where where you've got high higher numbers of of uh, diversity and 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 people from different cultures, there's much less racism because the fact of the matter is, you know, if you see people from different um, cultures every day, you soon realize that they're just the same as you. We are just vessels. We're just skin and bones. And that is it. You know, the pigment of our skin shouldn't make jack shit difference to how we're treated and how we treat other people. And, um, you know, and, and all it is, is, you know, in a country like Estonia, if there's less diversity there, it's, all it is, is, you know, it's not people are more more evil or more racist it's just then they're a little bit you know they haven't seen as many you know and they're a little bit ignorant about other cultures and that's it really yeah and you know i I, i'll make you right there and like i said you know um people that i have met and i've met some people through friends of my wife and you know they're, they're really interested in england and they're really interested in what goes on there and like yeah, there's been some really amazing exchanges, and I really hope to you know I'm here to kind of not just look out for my mental health, but I'd love to. I want to get more involved in the culture. I want to absolutely nail the language, um, and I want yeah. to really sort of play an active part in you know the the town that I'm living in, and also the county that I'm living in, and actually do something positive and productive because obviously I'm on the mental health um, wheel and. Estonia, uh, you know, just doing a little bit of um, research, you know, the the suicide rates out here, again, are really, really high. And obviously, oh, really? it has a lot to do with the winters being very long and extremely dark. And just a few of the people that I've mm. spoken to about what I do and podcasts and stuff like that, um, I, was, I was speaking to one person who was a teacher, and she was like, oh, we just had a student actually commit suicide. And his friends are really sort of, you know, struggling to understand why and make use of it. And she said, well, maybe you could come in and talk to them about it and, you know, talk about mental health. And I was just like, you know, it's, it's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. And uh, I think, you know, going with the, on the man up theme and that whole, you know, stereotype of men being men, the Estonian men are very hard. They're very strong. You know, they're very, Right. proud men and they don't open up they don't talk well this is you know from the you know conversations that i've had with you know estonians and it's, it's not just the men it's the women as well um it's like my problem is my problem you know let's not share yeah it. so i i just feel like yeah there's a there's a lot of um good work that we can be doing out here as well you know and i fully intend to not get into the 80 hour work weeks um, and I tend to put all my eggs and all my efforts into promoting positive mental health, not just here on the Man Up podcast, but out in Estonia as well. Excellent. Excellent. And what I would love to see 
is like um, a little, um, you know, for you to sort of film uh, little bits and make it into a sort of, you know, because people love a sort of fish out of water story, you know, yeah. and you're like a city, you're you're like a, a black city boy going to like a country, like the countryside in the middle of, you know, middle of Estonia. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's an amazing story, and people will be really fascinated to see, uh, you know how how you're getting on. And so, I'd love to see little videos and stuff like that. Is that something you're planning to do? A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I think when you do something like this, you have to document it, don't you? Just if nothing else, yeah, your own memories. And so, yeah, yeah, I will definitely be going around with a GoPro and making sure that I get some good footage of me struggling to get to grips with. Oh, <laughs> you you with goats, you know, you you struggling, you know, handling handling goats. That's what I want to see. Oh my goodness! There's actually there's actually a cow farm up the road where they do all the milking and stuff like that. So we've ridden right. a few times. There's loads of the cows. My new mate. <laughs> I want to see it. Oh, I want to. I want to see it. Um, so go on then. Give us a uh, give us a little bit of Estonian then, if you've been studying it. Right. Okay. So let's go. So if I was greeting you, uh, I'll start with um, like Tere, Kudaslahab, like hello, how are you? Um, my name. So go on. So slower. So okay. I want to. So hello is Tere. Tere. Yeah. yeah. Imagine like you. You know the 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 stereotypes that we have of the like Scousers. You know Harry Enfield. Yeah. Hi, yeah. <laughs> like that. Kuris um, Lahab. <laughs> is how are you? Okay. Kuris. Tere. Kuris Lahab. Oh, that's really good, actually. Tere. Kuris Lahab. And I would say, Hasti. I'm very good. Hasti. Oh, it's a quite nice language, actually, isn't it? It's quite a oh, sort of. I what... like it. I really like it. I do like it. It's apparently it's one of the hardest languages to get your you know, uh, your, your head round. Um, they've got like, I think 14 different tenses and everything sort of, yeah. So it's very challenging. And, um, actually I've really, I've embarrassed myself a few times. So, um, I bumped into one of the family friends on one of my bike rides and I ran over to myself, oh, hello in Estonian. And obviously I'm very limited with what I said. We had a, a, you know, an exchange of like, you know, Estonian and broken English and finger gesture and hand motions to try to get my points across. And I tried to say, I'll see you later, which is, um, uh, which is, uh, a Vastinama. Like I'll see you later, Vastinama as I left, but what I couldn't think of it. So what I actually said was, um, <laughs> I said, um, Mina Vata Sina and Mina, but and rough trans- well, to translate that, basically what I said to him was, Mina is I, <laughs> and uh, uh, Vata is look, and Tina is you. So I basically just signed off this conversation with, I look you. And I, I as I'm cycling home, I was just pissing myself. Thinking of all the times that, you know, somebody like trying to learn English, and they, you know, they learn English. And I, and I was like, oh, mate, that's brilliant. You know, I've got lots of friends. I work in, obviously, the industry that I work in, people from all over the world come to, work with you different levels of english and you know you see them trying and like you know we try to encourage it but sometimes it's hilarious and i can just imagine him now with his mate it's like you know taking the piece like, uh yeah <laughs> I, look I look you i must have had like a complete idiot oh 
<laughs> oh god so yeah that oh. was a uh, one embarrassing moment of many i'm sure <laughs> oh i love it that reminds me of when i was in argentina and um for some reason i thought um the spanish for soap was sopa s-o-p-a but actually that means soup um so so i was i was, I was staying at a hostel <laughs> And um, they'd run out of soap. So I went, <laughs> so in my towel, I went to the reception and I started asking for soup. <laughs> oh my gosh. Really? Her <laughs> face, I was like, soup? Soup? <laughs> she was looking at me like, what the hell? What the hell? Anyway. Oh, man. Just, um, I love being British. I love being a British. <laughs> I love it. We are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 keen to learn and really like now this language and you know make sure that i fully integrate myself and yeah it's it's exciting it is exciting well fantastic well okay well now we're 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 sort of uh god bloody hell we've been going for 45 minutes um i think um i think we should um i think we should come to an end here um but um, yeah, I I I know it's going to be an amazing journey for you. You've done definitely done done the right thing, and I look forward to seeing you um, making lots of uh, language errors and uh, cow <laughs> cow um, milking and all that sort of stuff um, in the future. It's going to be brilliant. Well, I can't so wait for you to come out here, Max. I know you're going to love it. I know you'll love it. Like you said, you know, there's the lake there. I know you're a keen fisherman. So yeah, let's yeah. make it happen sooner rather than later. Maybe wait until I get a proper working toilet. Honestly, yes, yeah, yeah, and also maybe wait until uh, the global pandemic has sort of died down a little bit. Um, yes, also. So, uh, oh, I forgot to mention. So um, obviously, on uh, the the Zoom chats, we talk a lot about you know reconnecting with nature, walking barefoot, stuff like that, and the cold water treatments, which I've been absolutely refusing to do because we did it once didn't we but yeah. um, i have been like a little fish out here diving in the lake most days you know really and it is absolutely invigorating and it you know yeah so between um between going out on the bike rides jumping in the cold water and just being out in nature it's already i'm already feeling massive benefits massive benefits i mean there's a few things i still need to sort of close off with my connections to england that you know once that's done i think i'll be in a much more zen-like state but yeah it's it's all out here it's all out here it's a big change and yeah i'm glad that i've done it yeah man that cold water thing is you're you're so right i i went to um Whitstable, um uh last week and the, the there's a lovely beach right near there called Tankerton which is a sort of quieter beach and I went for a dip you know it was it was quite a cold day and the water was bloody cold but and I was a bit hung over but I felt like for, I felt like a king after getting out I really did it's so this cold water thing you know it's so true it really does help yeah it? it's amazing it really is and also good exercise as well if you can get into, into swimming if you can do a bit of swimming as well you know even better yes and also you know make sure you go swimming somewhere that doesn't have um 
Bowel's disease or or, or 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 anything like that, you know. So don't swallow the water. Yeah. Is my advice. Definitely do not do that. Definitely do not do that. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So um, we need to remind people um to get on our um weekly man up Zoom call uh because we've um we're doing that every week. So you'll be able to speak to us in person. Isn't that exciting? Come on, let's press one of your buttons. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> oh i love it love it <laughs> so so you'll be able to speak to us in person and also um tell us what's on your mind uh tell us what's going well for you tell us what's going really bad for you there'll be other people there who'll be able to listen in chip in um it's very unintimidating we you know it's just some blokes on a screen uh, it's not like a load of blokes down a pub um, judging everyone, anyone else. We're there, all there for the right f- reason, and um, it's it's a lovely it's a lovely thing. So if you're um, if you're feeling at a loss or you're feeling like you want to connect with some some people, um, we would thoroughly recommend it. Yeah, absolutely, and that's every Wednesdays into eight pm UK time, not Estonian time. For any Estonians that are listening to this now that I'm here. Um, and <laughs> so that's um, the Zoom meeting, and the meeting ID is 832-836-20749, and the password is MentalMen, MentalMen, all lowercase. And, yeah, that might change, though, because, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, the sneeze, that was that was the sneeze I was going to do. Um, Slow burner. <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah. Um, the past that password might change because we have to change it every eight weeks or something, don't we? So, um, but I, but yeah, for the time being, it's that, isn't it? That's the one. That's the one. Also, it's worth yeah. mentioning that um, we are quite often joined by two. Um, well, one actual as a qualified counselor who specialises in mental health, and also um, uh, a coach as well, trauma coach. So they often have some a wonderful, amazing insights or advice they can give and share so it's not just like us two talking bloody bloody blah yes we've actually got a real good squad on there haven't we yeah people that know exactly what they're talking about i mean we know what we're talking about but um we haven't trained up on knowing what we're talking about (laughs) so and these guys and this level know what they're talking about they are next level they are definitely next level Okay then. All right then, Tommy. Um, that's it. Yeah. So. Um, okay. Tune so in next. Goodbye, Vastinama. Oh, Vastinama, Vastinama, everyone. Vast- um, from Estonia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, until next time. That's been Man Up. Bye bye. Bye bye. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh.